I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers episode... 143. Yeah, you know so, what? Yeah. Now I'm thoroughly spun around because <laughs> I've all I've been remembering like the movie episodes are even, but now since we did the uh, box office for so this Yeah. This is the behind the show magic <laughs> that people get exposed to when they listen. Um so we'll go around the table and we'll introduce ourselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. There. Whew. And we have guests this week. Hey. We have uh, our first ever celebrity guest on yeah. the show. Yeah. It's very exciting. Really? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so I hear about that. We're just yeah. warming the mics yeah. up for the famous <laughs> people coming in. So, uh, so this would be the part where you can introduce yourselves. I'm Frank Conniff. <laughs> I'm Trace Beaulieu. And you know them from Mr. Science Theater 3000. You know them from Cinematic Titanic. And now you know them from their new movie riffing project called The Mads, right? Yeah. The Mads. That simple. <laughs> yep, we're barnstorming the country, uh, riffing uh, bad movies just like we did on Mystery Science Theater and Cinematic Titanic, except it's just the two of us now. Right, so, um, and you're in St. Louis. By the time this hits, you'll be out of St. Louis, yeah. but but uh, but you were in St. Louis, so you were kind enough to stop and, by. Well, we're in St. Louis uh, through the kindness of yourself. We exactly. would be here if it weren't for you, so well, thank, thank you. you for that. And well, hopefully you will kindly let us leave as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was kind of a one-way yeah. ticket thing. Yeah, it's like when the studio's in the basement, it starts to feel a little dicey, <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, well, we got to do a Kickstarter to get us out of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go I got the computer. I'll, I'll, I'll just create the Kickstarter while we're here. <laughs> So uh, just uh, real quick at the top of every show, like we like to do for the regulars, uh, it's a shameless plug. Don't forget that we are available on iTunes, so you can go there and rate and review and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us tremendously. Uh, we actually had someone say that uh, that they only listened because they saw how many reviews we had and that they were positive. And so Zooks. How about that? <laughs> That's a, so, that's a good word. That's a word you don't hear anymore. Well, it's because we're the old guys. That's on true. Show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we say things the old like, timey sound effect. Goes yeah, in the, yeah, like gadzooks and dagnabbit, gussied up. Yeah, and we buy things like gingham. Is that a? Is that really old? Old timey name? Not anymore. It's, I mean, they had that song like five years ago. 
That's Gangnam Style. Although I want to know what Gangnam Style yeah. is. Yeah. What, what did you What did you think that song was about? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Like I didn't. I don't know. Joe clue. is so hip with the kids. Yeah. I'm super Gangnam hip. Style. Gangnam Style. Yeah. <laughs> like a scene from Shane. <laughs> yeah. Just came to town to buy some Gangnam. Yeah, just please just pick up the gangnam. gun. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so the movie this week. Is there something else I should plug? You're looking at me like I forgot something. He always looks at you like that. Uh, I, that's true. Yeah. No. The disapproving look. Yeah. League of Show Shares. You didn't League of Show it. Shares. I didn't look them up this week, so oh, sorry so. you didn't get mentioned. But we'll get you next week. Okay, there you so, go. So this week we're gonna do a real spoilers rewind. Yeah. And we dug into the vault and we pulled out. Oh, uh, we dug into the vault. We dug into the vault. <laughs> we pulled out a pretty crappy <laughs> movie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Subtly titled Santa Claus, <laughs> the movie by the guy by the people that brought you Superman. Superman, <laughs> the, the movie. movie. Now, did they, the theme? Yeah. Did they name it the movie so you wouldn't confuse it with the man? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this the movie or actually Santa Claus that I'm putting maybe in my they VHS were player? Afraid, maybe they were afraid, like when you were going to the mall to buy your ticket. It just yeah. works better for some reason than Santa Claus, a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. Although I probably would have been kinder to it. <laughs> be like, uh, well, it was a movie. Yeah. Well, it, it knows what it is at that yeah. point. Yeah. It was on film. That counts. Yeah. yeah. It yes. was in color. So that's <laughs> a good thing. So uh, this movie was from 1985. Starring Dudley Moore, of all uh, people. Yes. In that brief window when people thought Dudley Moore could open a movie. Well, was that could, a thing? He could open a movie for a little for a while. while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing about Dudley Moore that's kind of, that's kind of interesting is hi, him being a movie star. It was just a total accident, you mm-hmm. know. It was like a fluke because the film that made him a movie star was Ten, and he only was cast in Ten because George Siegel walked off the set. Like on the second day of shooting or something like that, had arguments with Blake Edwards. I think he had a drug problem at the time. And so they desperately needed someone. And Dudley Moore, he wasn't a movie star then, but he had been in um, Foul Play. Foul Play was kind of where he he, popped up on people's radar. Yeah, he kind of made an impact. radar in America. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. Bedazzled, I think, is probably the best film that he's been in. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing about Dudley Moore is he's this great figure in in comedy i mean with peter cook and dudley moore and beyond the beyond fringe, the fringe and yeah and, and bedazzle and dud he he's he's a great you know a great great talent and um him becoming a movie star and because he did 10 which was an accident and then right on the heels of that he did arthur, arthur yeah which mm-hmm. is the most perfectly cast perfect <laughs> cast yeah. ever he is so brilliantly hilarious in that movie and so, but then after that, there were just a lot of films that he starred in that weren't on the level with Ten, which he's also great in, right. and it's also a really good movie, I think. And um, he fell in that romantic comedy he was doing, like Unfaithfully Yours. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, he did a lot of a lot of stuff like that, and and it, you know, a varying quality. And Santa Claus might be maybe the worst one of that. <laughs> I, guess period. I think it's a safe um, bet. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to put in uh, for best defense. Yeah. Ooh, oh, best defense! Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I was like, is that yes, with Eddie what is the defense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best defense was Eddie Murphy and yes. Dudley Moore, and the, and they were never in the movie right. together. So it was like it was like Godfather Two, where it was like well, Pacino and De Niro. Well, I was like, the awesomeness. Yeah, I was like, right. but that movie's great. So <laughs> right. other than that, it's just like, but just the, like it. But just the, like the it. premise of the film was that Eddie Murphy was operating a, an experimental tank. 
and Dudley Moore was the engineer on the tank, and so it takes place at two different times, and so you would hmm. see Dudley Moore uh, uh, fighting the government to Which get the tank. That's what I think of when I think of Dudley Moore. Sure. Is, yeah. To, to get the tank made properly, and then you would see Eddie Murphy in combat using the tank as things would go wrong with it as because uh. Dudley Moore would lose a, a particular battle okay. at the... Not corporate level, but government <laughs> bureaucracy level. Yeah. And how did they pitch this? Because it sounds great. <laughs> These two stars, said, but don't worry, they won't they be in the, the movie at the same time. The guy from Arthur and the guy from 48 yeah. Hours, I think, is how they yeah. got pitched. And I remember Eddie Murphy, when he hosted SNL, it yeah. was on the heels of Best Defense, and he was like, yeah, they wanted me to host, come back and guest host SNL. And he's like, and I made 48 Hours. And I'm like, I'm not doing your damn show. And then he's like, and then I made Trading Places. And they asked me, I'm like, I'm not doing your damn show. And he's like, and then I made Best Defense. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "What time would you like?" <laughs> That's pretty good. But uh, that this there, one, uh, you uh, know what? Though, even though I haven't seen Best Defense, I still think Santa Claus is worse. I think, <laughs> I think you're right. right. It is, it is it worse. Is. But I just wanted yeah. I, because of the grand spectacle. It's amazing. Right. Like they thought they had Ooh. a huge movie. Like oh, they right. spent, well, the pedigree is wonderful, right? You know the. The producers of the Salkinds, yeah, and 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 Huddleston and mm-hmm. Dudley Moore, and, and kind of falls apart. Uh, and yeah. then, played and by David Newman, who wrote co-wrote yeah. Bonnie and Clyde, and mm-hmm. uh, and co-wrote the Superman movies. Yeah, you know. yeah. big hit from Sheena Easton. Uh, Sheena, yeah, he wrote <laughs> in, that in, in the film. Is uh, that what that was? Yeah, Santa was taking uh, the morning train. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's you know they went. <laughs> it was his sugar walls. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's a different era, Sheena Easton. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> um, but it's a big production. Like I was yeah. really impressed. This is the first time I saw this movie, and uh, I was amazed at and like, the last. The, yeah, well, certainly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't write the. Well, I had I'm to write watch, the feature. Had, it's not happening. I had to watch it in like chunks. Where I was like, okay, I gotta. Yes, I gotta me a, too. Yeah, twenty minutes in, and I go, I can't watch I can't this anymore. Yeah, and yeah. Then I can't. I was like, yeah, I, I right. put it off till last night, so I had to. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> he was cramming for his final. It's like eating for being forced to eat a giant novelty candy cane all at once. It's <laughs> 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 too sweet that's the, and that's treacly. The best yeah. way to describe it. Yeah. Well, they would, spent fifty million dollars on this movie, it's which in eighty five. In eighty five, you know, it was obviously it was meant to be a big blockbuster yeah. uh, movie like Superman. You know, yeah, they, and it, they spent it looked, a lot. It of looks money. like it too. And yeah, I think yeah. the thinking behind it was, you know, Superman was a big hit, and it's this iconic mm-hmm. character. Who's more iconic than Superman? Uh, Santa Claus. Okay, <laughs> they both wear red. Yeah. Oh man, if they would have, they could fly. And, gone uh, with Jesus. They were. They were so ready to do Jesus Christ this, the movie. They're this close. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, ex- extremely religious oh, uh, movie. Aside from being sickeningly treacly and and awful, <laughs> and but extremely creepy reindeer. Yeah, it's like why have they brought the whole Jesus mythology into the Santa mythology? Yeah. It's like, uh, what's going on here? Because <laughs> it worked for Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, let's start at the beginning. We'll throw it to Joe because yeah. he normally does our synopsis, oh, and we just kind of walk through the movie beat by beat, and we'll probably do a little beating of our own mm. in a clean way. You per- this I is why you. This is why they call you creepy <laughs> Joe. Didn't say anything. I didn't you say didn't, a word. You didn't have to. People you guys, could, if you guys wouldn't have said anything, nobody would have known. People yeah. could hear the. Face you were <laughs> just keep the finger on the chicken. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and they, no, they, no, they no. felt awkward. Yeah, they felt. And now so I feel awkward. As well, you should. Damn it. Okay, so this starts off 
I honestly don't remember how it starts. <laughs> there's like, a bunch I, of, I, I, it's really, it's taking me a this, week. Do you there's, need there's an assistant? A little bit, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, a low-rent local Santa Claus at that point. Yeah. He's yeah, not yeah, a right. Santa Claus. He's like lives in some small village where it's snowy, and he and he brings toys for the kids. And then he goes to bring toys to the other kids, and he gets caught in a snowstorm. He's a hobbyist, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then mm. it becomes spiritual, although yeah. I can't explain how. My wife's theory is is that that when they stop in the sleigh and and they're overcome by cold, that they die. They actually did die. So I like this they're, better. They're, they're ghosts? <laughs> yes. And after that ah. point, they're, they're brought into hell and forced to, <laughs> yes. to, yes. uh, to act with Dudley Moore. Yeah, act with Dudley Moore <laughs> and to bring toys for the children. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd, I'd watch that. Because it's like yeah. a thousand years. And yeah, there's, yeah, there's a there's yeah. a there's a huge gap when, in when, time. Well, when Burgess Meredith will we'll get to what he, <laughs> yeah, oh he gives a speech about how it works. Right. And he's like, time travels with you until all the toys are delivered. And so it's does like, that mean that time? So that sounds like a hellish right. existence. Yeah. So like, so in my <laughs> understanding in that is like, so he takes off Christmas Eve, right? Mm. And time stops. Yes. And he has... Yes. However long it takes until it gets to make it across the entire world. Fortunately, he's only flying over Manhattan (laughs) and parts of New Jersey. (laughs) For us. Yes. Yeah, fortunate for us that we don't have to see the rest of it. He can't clock out until the job is done. (laughs) It's the opposite of union work. (laughs) He's a slave. He's a slave (laughs) to uh, the the old band, uh, Burgess Meredith, old Obi-Wan man. So so that character, so what we're referencing is there. He's going to become the Santa Claus that we know and love, right? So they get in a snowstorm. They right. They and uh, the I thought the reindeer were going to eat each other. That would have made the movie better. This is Blitzer and Donner Party. <laughs> no, he's. <laughs> I've been waiting a week to tell uh, that. I bet you have. Uh, Come I bet on. you have. <laughs> But can I mention? Like, Doesn't I'm glad he you split open one of the reindeer and push. He crawls, he crawls inside. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought right. they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> yeah. um, how creepy were these reindeer? Like well, they I were mean, the worst. The animatronic yes, reindeer. The animatronic or, I mean, reindeer. They, they, they clearly, ex, you know, expensed <laughs> some real reindeer at some point because they had to use that massive set that they built. That's They're true. like, I don't know, run some reindeer. I guess. This thing. I but will like say Donner's we, eye. Like every time he tried to like look behind him, I was like, "Don't, don't, don't do that! Like, don't <laughs> that, show that." That was the breaking point for you. No, that, I mean, that was pretty early in well, the movie. Here's <laughs> a little piece of trivia that I don't know that you know. Donner was played by Peter Falk. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the weird eye. No, I got Sorry. it. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. making. You clear. make a Clumbo joke? Is that what we're gonna do? I, well, you know, I love to uh, reference my yeah, old TV. That's true. That's true. That's true. Why didn't you go from Moisha Diane if you were going, <laughs> going to one eyed guy? Oh, see, now you're in trouble. I know. They're going to bring the heat. Start schooling you here in a little bit. Yeah. So what was really weird was that, like, okay, so Santa liked to deliver these toys. It was really nice of him. His wife was, you know, okay with it. They get trapped in this snowstorm, and then they're basically put into slavery right and like i don't they didn't really have a choice they were just like yeah you're immortal now and uh you're not leaving this is your new home i'm like trapped in a social little... by the way they didn't really put much effort in bundling up like when they <laughs> came to <laughs> yes. i'm like yes. did you guys not cover up because like <laughs> we all saw chilly like, like they're just kind of later like oh what happened none you of them had see? mittens no frostbite could have gave that away they're dead. yeah they're, they're dead these... uh so they end up they they he, he ends up making all the toys and uh, and then we like well you well I think we should talk about when you see the North Pole yeah. like when they take them there like oh, yeah. when they spent that's uh, that this is my favorite part of the movie and my favorite is with a lowercase f <laughs> just to be clear yeah but like 
I remember, I remember seeing this as a kid. Like the first twenty minutes or so, I'm like, "Hey, this is kind of thirty cool. minutes." I watched the clock. Yes, yeah. It, it's exactly there's a thirty minutes of this origin, and it's it's good. Like everything yeah, about it because cool. that yeah. set was expensive. Yeah, I yeah. wonder. Like, so there, I wonder how much of this is left over from Superman. Like, it looks like the Fortress of it Solitude. It does look like when he goes there, I'm like, goes, it's the Fortress of Solitude. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, like, the Salkines, the Salkines are notorious for being cheap. Uh, if you know anything about the Superman 1, Superman 2, Richard Donner cut, Richard Lester, it's, it's a complete debacle. Well, they're, the big thing that um, before they made Superman, and they they couldn't get away with it when they did Superman and Superman 2, they had yeah. to tell the cast that uh-huh. they were making two movies, which yep. they didn't, didn't do for the Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers yeah. <laughs> The cast showed up for the premiere and realized that they had made two movies <laughs> for the price of one, and they were all pissed. Uh, I don't remember if they got a payoff or not, but I think it was very underhanded. It was very underhanded. Yeah, they realized you don't cross Oliver Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Richard Lester direct that? Yeah. yeah. That's where they brought him in for Superman 2, I guess. Yeah, he directed yeah. Uh, both yeah. of the, the Three Musketeers, and, the, and, and I, I believe he directed parts of Superman 1, as mm-hmm. did Richard Donner directed parts of Superman 2. I gotcha, yeah. But um, but he, uh, Richard Lester got credit on Superman 2, and, and Richard Donner got credit on Superman 1. That was, ooh, that's a weird That's a weird story. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like, if you look at that set, like, it's initially when I saw that set, and I was like, <laughs> <"Dang."> <laughs> when they're when they're, when they're going through the toy shop and stuff, there are these, like, really, like, long, slow mm. pans where yeah. you could tell that the the producers were like you will show every goddamn <laughs> inch of this set we spent i don't care so how you, i don't money. care how you do it you're going to do yeah, it, it but was, you're going to it was impressive because so having not seen the movie i thought okay this is going to be terrible so i wasn't wrong but <laughs> they uh, i'm just like it's going to be low budget it's going to look really hokey Uh-oh. and then they get to the north pole and i'm like what is this yeah. budget the production yeah. value is is crazy also i got the sense during that scene the first scene at the north pole and then all of the elves are kind of dancing around. And um, I was proud of myself at the end because they didn't show the credits until the end. And listening to the music, I I guessed that it was Henry Mancini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was. But uh, it really, though, at that point, it really seemed like it was a musical that they didn't bother to write songs. <laughs> yeah, <for. laughs> absolutely. And, and, it's like it, The Hobbit. It feels like the movie would have been well served being a musical. Yeah. You couldn't have heard it. And might have made it a little better if there had been some, if there had been songs in it, but it, it, it seems like at that time they didn't think musicals were commercial. But right. it really a lot of the scenes were like, oh, he's going to break into a song now. And then he never <laughs> yeah. What was that? Uh, there was a uh, Nick Nolte movie. Oh, uh, I'll do anything. I'll which do is anything. Actually, a movie I'm very fond of, where they mm-hmm. had filmed it as a musical, and then, yeah. they, and they, then cut all the songs. Really? Yeah, yeah. that was, was just, a yeah. James James L. Brooks movie. Albert mm-hmm. Brooks is in it. It's 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 it's, it's quite good, I think. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. I just remember the story about. Yeah, they, and, <laughs> yeah, and they 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 um, they screened, they previewed it, and and it had songs by Prince. It had songs by Carole King, but it was like Nick Nolte. And Albert Brooks singing them. You know, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, what, and Julie, what's the worst that could happen? Can we just yeah. get a remake of that now with Nick Nolte? Cause <laughs> and Julia Roberts. That could be awesome. But, but, right? No, you're thinking of the Woody Allen. Oh, no, no, you're right. But but I would love no. to see that, that version, but James L. Brooks has said, a few times he's never going to release it. So no one's songs. ever seen the song. No one's ever going to see the song. Okay. It's, it's, it's the day the clown cried of musicals. <laughs> yeah, but not as close to that. But nothing like it. 
we're pretty much getting to a, we go into a fast forward over centuries of time. Where well, they are. we get to introduce. Well, I guess we should talk about when Bird just married. Oh. You can't not talk that, about Bird just that's, married. That's that's, uh, that's before. Yeah, because he, he he lays out the rules. He oh, comes, that's uh, right, that's right. That's yeah, he right. comes out with his entourage of of beard they're carriers, beard, yeah, beard carriers who are like yeah. they've it's got. Like, it's like they're 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 like UFC fighters. The way they have his his hair wrapped around their fists. But there was a lot of them. there was a lot of them. Like that well, maybe job a lot of sucks. Yeah, the, the yeah. job does suck. Yeah. So this elder elf, I guess, walks out, and I'm looking at him, and I was like, "That's fine. That guy kind of looks like Burgess Meredith." And then he starts talking. <laughs> and then he like, said, "Wow!" Oh. I was like, "It is Burgess. like how? What happened? Where, what are you doing in this movie?" And then again, I'm like, "What is anybody right. doing?" In this I struggled movie? from the beginning when Santa started speaking, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> I kept, I just kept hearing the Big Lebowski. Oh, oh yeah. right in my yeah. head. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, and he's, really good. he's in Hudsucker Proxy too, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about this movie too is it is it has really good people in it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. David Huddleston is is great, and he's good. As Santa Claus mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and Dudley Moore, but that's part of what's depressing about it is like you have Dudley Moore there, and it seems like they could have just had, um, you know, yeah, it wasn't written had, for his strength, right? Was, no. They, they could have had comedy writers come in and build and and create scenes with him and the other elves and build up some comedy yeah and they just didn't bother to do that it's so depressing because you expect something brilliant from dudley moore yeah. and then you get this bland it's problem. very it's very bland yeah. yeah i was surprised at how little of dudley moore being dudley moore was in this movie i mean it just he just didn't really do his thing you know i expected yeah. Yeah. It, him to dudley moore the place up and he was a really reserved Subdued. and dude yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like this could have been anyone in the role he they didn't bring all the elf jokes yeah I mean, <laughs> oh it, my god it was the like elf, puns it the was elf just, puns yeah were just uh-huh. brutal. all he did was puns but it's like anybody could have played that role they didn't need dudley moore other than for a name because he brought nothing to it mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I'm, I was wondering watching it it's like you know this would normally have been populated by uh, little people and these mm-hmm. were more like people in the four, four to five nine <laughs> region <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And it's I, like I wonder if they they started with Dudley and then they went nah, everyone else is too short yeah <laughs> yeah I couldn't tell like if that was like gracious on their part like if like hey somebody finally didn't just go hire a bunch of little people yeah and they did more short people and or if they were just lazy, like <laughs> right. well, I'm going to go afford. Yeah, you know those actors are. I don't know if it's a specialty category with SAG or something, but yeah, it was sort of. And, a, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this: I've never had to hire little people for, uh, uh, uh-huh. for to be in a movie. But okay. I have this fetish. No, <laughs> um, I when I was in radio. They got this idea of they wanted to do this big, huge Christmas promotion, and so they wanted. I was tasked with finding little people mm. to play elves, and so I called an agency. I'm like, "Here's what we're doing," and and I'm like, "I need I need like six little people," and they quoted me a price, and then I said, "Here's what I'm doing," and then the price tripled, and like oh. they're like, "Oh, they're playing elves." <clears throat> Go elf yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's better than any of Dudley Moore's elf puns. Yeah, tell you you're, an, you're an angry elf. Yeah. So when you're exploiting them for being little, but they're people, like, if you want us to play elves, it's going to be right. more. If you just want them to, to be actors, right? It's one thing. But when you're like, oh, this is because yeah, we want to be. They look at it too as their busy season. Yeah, and they just got to make that money. In that Premium, right? It's the only time of year they're going to get hired to play elves. That's true. Yeah, I guess if you know if you're if you're hiring Peter Dinklage for the station agent, it's one right. price. Yeah. <laughs> if you're hiring him to play an elf, yeah. it's going to be a little. Uh, he wasn't. Was he? He wasn't an elf in that movie. 
In the station agent? No, no, no. no. no, no that was his. <laughs> there were no elves in the there station agent. No, I think no, you're start getting over. confused. Start over. So, he was thinking of the, the Polar Express station agent. <laughs> oh, you're right. I was. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. I got that confused. Yeah, that's yeah. the sequel. That was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. That only right. exists in your head. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Right, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, Burgess Meredith shows up and lays out our rules for Santa. Why would you, like, Burgess Meredith at this point, I mean, I'm not saying he's so an A-list actor who can open a movie. 85 or post-Rocky. Yeah, so he certainly has had a something of a career resurgence. Yeah. They wanted a name. He's on the poster. Uh-huh. Is he really? Yeah, he's got like yeah. eight lines. <laughs> like, yeah. oh God. <laughs> yeah, but he's got a huge beard. That's... He's that's, almost... I, like, I, I almost, don't think I, he brought that to the role. I would, <laughs> I, it's almost like Gene Hackman in Young Frankenstein. Like, uh, you don't... I didn't realize... True. Who, I didn't realize who it was until but somebody's better. like... <laughs> right, yeah, much better. Until somebody's like, yeah, like, I watched that movie a billion times and finally when I was like 15, I was mm-hmm. like... That's Gene Hackman, and nobody like nobody told me that Gene Hackman was in this movie. I didn't realize we were obligated to Sorry. notify you. Yeah, well, you were <laughs> when I was fifteen. <laughs> Put it's it a hyper specific request. That's, on your that's part. very common of the Salkins. I think is is like Superman, for instance, is like well, we can't get a star to. Although I think they pursued people like James Con. There was a lot. James, yeah. was like James Con, and um, but so their whole thing was like, well, we we have to have um, a big movie star, so. It's so we get them to be in the supporting roles, but we right. pay them like Marlon Brando got. I don't know how many millions of dollars for like a week of work. It was like the yeah. most expensive, like you know, it was the he was yeah. the highest paid actor ever. It was like a million dollars point. a yeah. minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and um, and same thing with Gene Hackman, who's who's playing the supporting role of the villain. Which now, uh, you know, big movie stars actually do that all the time now. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Um, uh, and and I, I read somewhere too that the the part that uh, Valerie uh, Perrine played in Superman was they went after Goldie Hawn and yep. she and she almost did it, mm. but uh, I, I don't think they they paid her quite enough. So they so their whole you know that's that's the same concept with Dudley Moore. It's, it, it, the the movie's not about him, but he's a he's a name mm-hmm. person. They wanted like name actors to add credibility to what yeah. they were doing. Like that that that's one of the stuff on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah, they love those posters with all the blo- like looks like the poster yeah. for like what airport yeah. would oh, do yeah. that with all the <laughs> and like George and, Kennedy and yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. He's the I think he's the only guy that was in all of them, right? Yeah. George, George Kennedy was on yeah, all probably. the airplanes. Maybe Air- that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get him off your plane. Get him out of your building. Well, yeah. he would play different characters, though. Yeah, yeah but he just keeps oh. showing up. The, like in the first one, he's like a custodian, and by the end, he's flying the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's really weird. It's you know, it's he moved up in the company. I that's, guess. Yeah, that's it's kind of like my murder she, dream. It's kind of like my murder she wrote theory. What you're working on? My murder. She wrote theory is that she was killing all those people. That she's a serial killer. Easily. <laughs> I mean, every that week, every yeah. week you're yeah. finding a dead body. Oh, and oh, why, it's uh, like an arsonist who sets his own fires. Yeah, and, she and then wrote. solves it. Yeah, exactly. She's mm. like, yeah, you dumb cops. You can't wrote. figure this out. Here. I also have a theory about how Casper the Friendly Ghost is actually an aborted fetus. Is that oh, too really? much? Oh, sure. I mean, you've already said it. Why well, yeah. not just keep going with That's, it? That's uh, the ghost of Richie Rich. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense too. But he doesn't have like fully formed fingers, and he's got the little thing on his head. Mm, it true. wasn't done bacon. What <laughs> oh, boy? Hey, Speaking of uh, reproductive issues, how there are no <laughs> women at, at at Camp Elf, right? Nope. Like, oh, not one. Like, yeah. and they and they like don't smirks. like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they don't like eyeball Mrs. Claus. You know, they just no. They like, eyeballed her. But it's hard to tell. They're right at level. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're, 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 they're right the, eye level the with the eye good. Line. Did they? Did they reference that they they couldn't have kids? 
Was that a reference point? They couldn't just that they didn't have kids. Okay, all right, because you know there's a thing at the end of this movie where it's like, all right. But even even though, like, I thought uh, David Huddleston and Mrs. Claus's scenes were very erotically charged. (laughs) (laughs) There was a scene. I mean, I seriously thought there was going to be a sex scene when they're both in bed. And you seriously thought that? Yes. 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 Did you literally think that? (laughs) Did I literally? Yes. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to get out of bed or whatever. And she's like, just stay in bed. Do you remember that? Well, no. The the problem is. Is, um, sexually, is he Santa Claus? So he only comes once a year. Damn it! He gave me oh. <laughs> and that's down the chimney. Ta-da! Uh, very good, very good. Oh. Scratch that one off your list. Yeah, I know. Son of a bitch. Ah. It's the last time I bring in professionals. <laughs> that was good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, Burgess Meredith lays out the entire plot where it's like you're going to go out the, when you take out your sled. Time stops, right? And you have. However long it takes you, you won't age. However long it takes you to deliver all the presents to the good boys and girls of the world, or Manhattan and Jersey, whichever we only see. No, and time stops completely, not just for Santa. Right. 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 But right. everywhere. Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole thing All of time is paused yeah. while he goes around and delivers. Unless you count all the people who are still talking to him. <laughs> Correct. So does... <laughs> yeah. So Claw's World shuts down. All production stops. Well, I guess... I always... Mm. I, th- I think of Claw's World as What's like a the bubble. Or that is that still part of I could, his Yeah, that's thing, part of the so thing. So that keeps going. So it's thousand years for the... The for the elves, dude. Workers. Yeah. yeah. God, oh, the man. overtime on that would just have to <laughs> kill you. <laughs> yeah, well, that whole building a, was uh, structurally out. Like, I don't know how this works. Like, they, you know, when they open up the roof and let all the hot air out, it was <laughs> like, well, that was great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Thanks. Now it's freezing <laughs> in here. We just heated this. But <laughs> <laughs> well, my parents tell me anything is you always close the door because you don't want to heat the outside. Right. Yeah. That was always my dad's favorite. You're not trying to heat the outside. It's like, no, of course not. You dummy like it's impossible. <laughs> just the part around the door. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get cold. So. He, he, then we fl- we do a flash forward where we go through centuries of Santa- of living hell of, yeah, <laughs> of Santa Claus delivering presents, and then we get represented by the same timey, uh, children holding slightly newer toys each time. Like, is it was it really the same kids? Oh no, it wasn't the same kids. That it just awesome. like it was just like they we they, ran out they of didn't money, do so like a dramatic shift in like style and, and right. makeup or hair. It was just like. Uh, executed montage i have to say yeah it it really because the movie is a big budget movie but then it seemed like they filmed the whole montage in one room okay you come in we'll film you with Mm -hmm. a toy Uh, you have a toy (laughs) you have a toy maybe we'll have a clock spinning it was just very sands through the hourglass shoddy you know production wise you know i always think whenever they show santa's workshop like how disappointed the kids are going to be like you give somebody like a wooden horse on wheels. <laughs> yeah. You give that to your kid, right? And, and see, see what, what ha- see what Christmas yeah. mornings. You know like when that? Yeah. You know what year that worked? What like the old correct. West. Yeah. yeah. You know, you yeah. do that now, and the kids like Are you out of your yeah, mind. Yeah. Toys, like, there's only like five toys. <laughs> yeah. There's a doll. There's a wagon. There's a horse. You think Santa's living a hellish existence? <laughs> yeah. You give a wooden horse on wheels <laughs> to your daughter see what every year. Yeah. It's like, I was horse. thinking that. Yeah. Like, were the kids really happy with these toys back then? They were. They have a limited repertoire. Yeah. So speaking of the repertoire, uh, there is a finally we get to a point where we reach the 20th century and Mm. there is a showdown in Santa's workshop between two warring elves, one being Dudley Moore, one being the other guy. Well, yeah, Santa apparently isn't up to the job anymore. Yeah, it's Dudley Moore is Patch. Patch. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the other elf is Puffy. Who in the sequel would have become P. Diddy. I thought David Huddleston was kind of puffy. <laughs> <laughs> so Puffy and Patch have this, they like almost like 
John Henry esque kind of thing where they both make machines uh, to make toys the fastest, and uh, Patch wins by making broken toy <laughs> like his, well, his machine control. starts to fall yeah there is no quality control it works for a while and they pick up speed and like the screws don't fit and not, nothing is going together of course nobody noticed that like there's just like screws falling right. on yeah. the line well they've never <laughs> needed quality control before right right, yeah. right. So if just, i were them uh santa i would have gone to burgess meredith and i would have said isn't all this <laughs> supposed to be magic have these assembly lines magically make all these toys yeah, yeah. Could relinquish a couple of the beard holders yeah. and they can chip in. <laughs> I can blink and fly up a chimney and I got a higher patch to make a <laughs> yeah. assembly line. So, so what I wanted to know was while they had all these machines building all these toys, what the hell were all the elves doing? Like just sitting he back? Gonna, or he was going to put elves out of was, work. Yeah. And where was Mrs. Santa? Mm. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> got to repopulate the workforce. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. The like thing is like him kicking like the kid's face like off. Oh. Uh, they had a lot of scenes where the elves go up on her, but you know, <laughs> we have to learn to love. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. She always was wearing a really long skirt where you couldn't tell what was going on under there. There's a reason, yeah. yeah. So uh, Patch wins and they, you know, he makes like a, a billion toys and Santa delivers them. In the process of delivering them, he runs into a, a homeless boy. Uh, who apparently was not stopped by time. A homeless boy, no. by the way, who goes to school. Which is, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's true. A modern-day urchin. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. It's weird how that was, wasn't it? Uh, named Joe. No uh, no relation. Um, so, and Santa kind of <laughs> <What>? like... <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, you know well, Joe's your... Is that your family? You know <laughs> Joe's your first name, name right? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, seriously? Uh, so, he, and then this is the this is the weird scene where I was like, are you going to kidnap this child? I know. And I was like, I, I'm like I think he just abducted this I, yeah, kid. I think this kid's up a, for grabs. I think he just committed a federal offense. Santa by... can no longer deliver toys within a thousand <laughs> feet of a school. That was when they started the uh, the, the Santa alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason we track him. Yeah, now. that's why oh, I know yeah. we're tracking <laughs> him. Yeah. Just to be safe. We don't want to do it. And, and I, I thought it was interesting that Joe, we see Joe... Um, Kind of lamenting that he can't get uh, get his hands on a Big Mac, and we see that scene in McDonald's. That McDonald's where he's starving, scene is weird. And it's like the McDonald's sign off on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McDonald's like, oh, loved by McDonald's starving children. McDonald's and Coke and oh, Pabst yeah. Blue Ribbon. That was the yeah. weird one. What the hell? That was the thing. And I know that uh, product placement is a is a total thing, and, and but you shouldn't be surprised by it. But in this this was one particular of, movie. Yeah. It seemed. Particularly garish, yeah. And it weird wasn't even part of the art direction. No. Yeah. It didn't fit. <laughs> like uh, at least go, you know, a more antique Coke bottle or no, something. It was like a new Coke. It's can. supposedly yeah, yeah. a story about like the spirit of Christmas and the spirit mm-hmm. of giving, and then there's this blatant corporate, <laughs> yeah, you know, corporatism in it. it, it and really, I think McDonald's did Happy Meals around it. Like oh, it yeah. was Are a you whole. Serious? Yeah, yeah. It, it, this was not just they I mean, decided. It could be worse than Batman blowing up somebody's balls, and they do toys for that one. <laughs> in, missed, Batman, in, Batman returns, in Batman yeah. Returns, they did toys, and it was like people were like, I, "You're doing toys well, for this movie yeah, and because like, they because it was so messed like, up." Because of the success of the first movie, uh, McDonald's signed a deal. They're like oh, a licensing deal for all the Happy Meal toys, and not thinking that Side Tim Burton scene. was going to go <laughs> darker because yeah. the first movie was through Taco Bell. Yeah, yes, remember correct. That. Yes, that is and, right. And when, you know, it was too late and all the toys were manufactured and then they were like, <laughs> then they decided to see the movie. And then Batman and they were like, shoves what? a bomb in a guy's pants and was yeah. like, yeah, you're fine. Well, <laughs> and 
Catwoman. Catwoman and was a bit different they, than what they were expecting. And pen, signed a penguins promotional with deal with a, with a vasectomy <laughs> office. <laughs> he did that. That was for that guy. Just yeah, that one. Just guy. that one. Yeah. yeah. So he like so we're also so we're introduced to Joe who. Um, like we said, as the homeless kid, and not related and to not you, not related to not me. Really just, just to clarify, just to be clear, I just want to put that out. I know there. people were confused. <laughs> they were confused. A hungry kid, hungry, and, he, and then he does like the creepy, like he's standing off in the distance, like a lot, a lot, and like giving that creepy smile to the little girl. Yeah, Joe comes up. Joe shows up in the window a lot. <laughs> he's watching that little girl. <laughs> he's a lot. always then, like, in, the in, window. in that little girl's. Like the little girl also. Is standing at the window just looking at him And I was like can you guys stop Whatever this is just stop mm-hmm. And like I don't want to see this anymore <laughs> I, don't this need a, getting... I don't need a Prepubescent love story uh-uh, not at Attached all. to my McDonald's and commercial And they did it anyway and yeah. Plus like, when uh, when Santa says to him Yeah I would totally tap that It's even worse like, You know I, I can turn off time So yeah. Yeah. You just give just me the saying. word Joe These we'll stockings are ripped for your pleasure Hmm <laughs> 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 Don't even want to tell you about the deleted scene with the candy cane. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Kevin? <laughs> Golly. Dance number. That's so gross. <laughs> dance number. Yeah. Unbelievable. So inappropriate. Um, so, like, they're eating their the, the girl, Constance. Was that her name? I forget. I, Perfect. I, 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 the redhead. The redheaded uh, girl. How about that? Pippi? I don't know. <laughs> no. I, I was. There's pity. no other girl in there the really, movie, so yeah. we can just yeah. say, we can just, just reduce say, her to her gender. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> Pippi, and then there's like Mrs. Hathaway, who I don't know is that her mom or some lady. I thought and it was then, her aunt. Oh, yeah, because, her aunt, because the character that we see later is her like cousin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Her and name then, was Cornelia. Cornelia. Okay. Wow. Okay. Very close. Yeah, the girl that didn't get the role for Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she kind of she slips some some. A Thanksgiving or a Christmas dinner, uh, and then he is abducted by Santa Claus. Yeah, uh, and they go on a crazy zany adventure where he's delivering presents and trying to do backflips in the sled. The super duper. That's a plot point, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. That's it a is. very it's important come part up. that means nothing. Uh, I'm like, geez, they're trying to do that backflip an awful lot. What is this? Three <laughs> times and they haven't gotten it yet. I wonder if they'll ever pull that off. This will play no role in the no. movie. In the <laughs> moving <laughs> no, forward, not at all. So he takes this little kid around the entire world, which who knows how long that takes. But time <laughs> stops. stops. Well, well, no, no, I know, but so like he's just. I think the lesson here is that it's okay to abduct children as long as they're orphans. Oh. oh and hungry. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, if they're, I'm just assuming they're going to be hungry if, well, their child, if their parent was orphaned. So that, Santa was dinner. the first person to traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be anybody. I mean, you may as well be Santa Claus, you know? Well, and then later he that kid gets just accepted by the girl, and they keep him in their house. Right. Well, that's, oh what, my that's, God. that's what I was like, going to bring up. So he takes him around with him all night, which who knows how long that lasts. And then when they get to that house, and he, Santa's like, "Oh, you two know each other." And he's like, "Why don't you just stay here in this house uninvited? I'm going to take off now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what? all right, man, see you later. Good luck. Like, well, you know. he knows who's naughty and nice, <laughs> so he knows that he's safe. Well, he, actually, he doesn't. He, yeah. he knows the exact yeah. opposite because yeah, because yeah. the, the the villain of the movie lives in the basement. Of right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, that's when the movie got interesting. An hour in, Lithgow shows Lithgow up. Lithgow shows up and it just chews the scenery to yeah. shreds. Mm. There's one scene uh, where he's like eating candy and I'm like, <laughs> he's <laughs> literally chewing the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome. He's playing the same role he did in Buckaroo Bombs. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, he is. That's exactly and what I thought. you can tell he's having fun. He's having yeah. a lot of yeah. fun. And if the rest yeah. of the cast had just come up to some level of... 
energy, Ener- yeah. any kind yeah. of energy, <laughs> any kind of does. He kind of breathes some life into it. He does. He does. Yeah. They didn't tell him no. that it wasn't a period piece because uh, he's playing the character as a 1920s villain. But you well, know. He's got, <laughs> yes, he's got spats. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And a big fur coat. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. So, yeah. so John Lithgow plays BZ, uh, the the owner of this toy company who makes the worst toys ever created. I like when you're introduced to him in the like Supreme Court hearing or whatever it was, scene. the Senate hearing, and the toys like a teddy bear the head just falls just off shuff. and nails are it's falling out of it. Nails and glass. It was yeah. just so yeah. ridiculous. Just it, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it was like I the wish Dan Dan had, Yeah, Dan I wish it had been the Dan Aykroyd yeah. character <laughs> from uh, SNL. Oh, yeah, bag yeah. yeah. of glass. So you, it's like kids love it. That is one of my favorite skits of all time. When they set fire to the doll, though, it's like, well, okay, a lot of things burn when you set fire to them. He goes, yeah, kids shouldn't smoke. Yeah, yeah that was a good response. Like, uh, I didn't like that. Yeah. Of course. That's so they, why today we let kids vape. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot safer. It's, it's healthier. It yeah. yeah. At least that's what they tell us. This uh, week. Yeah, this week. <laughs> so you're like, oh, by the way, it's connected to 42 <laughs> different kinds of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, it's pretty obvious that BZ is going to lose everything. Uh, in the meantime... All of all of Santa's toys have been returned because they're breaking. How do you return a toy to Santa? <laughs> you throw them yeah. apparently. So well, I was just trying you, to figure out the logistics throw, of this. You throw uh, well, them in the air and they fall down a chimney. Yeah, they yeah, fall down a chimney. When, when they all really, when, when they all <laughs> fell, yeah, you're going with that. And they were nope. breaking. I'm like, I'm like, did a shelf just break? I didn't understand well, physically thing, how yeah, that was happening. The same <laughs> thing is with uh, writing him letter. You just put it on your table and it flies. Flies off. Yeah. Yeah. That part was a little implausible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Santa implausible. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. They can't file all be gold. Yeah. It. That's okay. That's we can cut yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> but we never, no, we do. never do. We, never we do. can, but we never we do. We could. So they, um, you know, Santa, they're like, I've never had toys returned ever. And we're like, yeah, because it's stupid. Because nobody knows how. Yeah. Surprised. <laughs> it's like four families are like, no, you just throw it. There's been generations of kids trying to return <laughs> wagons. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah. one girl. Well, who, here's the one other... girl who's 15 who's like, I've gotten this goddamn horse every year for 15 <laughs> yeah, years. Say, at first it's cute, but when, you, when, you, yeah, when you're 23 and you're getting <laughs> a, a horse, it's like, what are you going to do? In Santa's defense. <laughs> yeah. These were free. <laughs> like, uh, yes. I mean, so they don't work, but yeah. you're the asshole returning uh, yeah. a free <laughs> press. And and that's it's a good amazing point. how there is a Santa Claus, and yet poor kids still don't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, get a, they get a weird modeled uh, uh, Dudley Moore. I don't know what that thing was. I don't even know what it was. Was it, was it, was it, was it Dudley Moore riding a reindeer? That thing that he yeah. whittles? Oh, the thing Joe got? Yeah. Yeah, if I were Joe, be like, Man, I just want a cheese. Oh yeah, he w- yeah he <laughs> whittled like a yeah. Santa was whittling that right. Yeah. For here's a here's a bust of my exiled elf. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> oh boy, this won't come into play at all later. <laughs> so BZ and Patch, yeah, team BZ, up. They t- so Patch leaves in in disgrace because he has destroyed what he believes he has destroyed Christmas. Uh, so he comes to which is true. It is true. He just uh, he was over. He yeah. destroyed it because of his technically. Charges Meredith destroyed Christmas <laughs> at this point, but okay. I think the Selkins destroyed Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> along with Superman, which we'll see later as yeah. incarnations. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he sh- goes down to Earth and he sees he lands right in front of BZ Toys and all of his toys are, are flying being, off the shelf. So he's like, off the shelves. He's like, like oh, a- wow, he must be really popular because yeah. they're all leaving. So he goes in and he lays his plot out for BZ and BZ being the uh, opportunist opportunist that he is uh, takes Patch under his wing and starts. Uh, what was what's the toy that they make the first time? Is it the lollipop? lollipop yeah. Yeah. So, so he uses so Patch somehow owns or created this 
like fairy feed? dust or something. I was I was like magical oats that he feeds the reindeer and Plus, they're able to fly. He's getting uh, them. A high. lollipop isn't a toy either. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that but was it's, like a very yeah. weird. thing. I don't know. I saw this movie one time. All right, all right. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just easy saying. I saw a movie. Yeah, I agree where there was a lollipop. Uh huh. And it was kind of a toy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I thought the same thing. The toy factory is trying to find its big comeback toy to win everybody back, and lollipop. it's a lolly- lollipop. <laughs> yeah, may know because even if you're a kid, you're like, okay, the, uh, lollipop, cool. Now where's my fucking toy? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me it's that horse. Yeah, I swear to cr- I swear to Christ, Mom, if it's that goddamn horse. If it's the if it's that stinking. No, you got doll. that. You got the wagon this yeah. year. Yeah. Gotten five oh, wagons right. in the last five years. Well, you need a wagon for the horses to pull. <laughs> yeah, you gotta pull them up and take them back to return them to Santa Claus. Yeah. So, and this is another thing where it's like, I feel like the Salkins, so they did, so they did Superman in 78, and then mm-hmm. Superman 2 was 81. Well, 81, I believe. And yeah. I feel like they never got out of the idea that, like, hey, we can make people fly. Yeah. We can do that. Yes. Like, we did it twice already. Huh? I will say the flying scenes were good. They were fine. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I really, what I really, really liked? The one scene I really, it's probably three tenths of a second. <laughs> the the last thing where they tell you all the credits of everybody, all the producer credits and oh. everything. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, seeing the real reindeer pull that sleigh. Yeah. Yeah. When that he's was cool. going down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not a hallway, whatever whatever the, the, you would call the that. Like a, a ramp? Yeah. The, I don't know. A runway? Runway. A runway? Yeah. That'll sure. work. Yeah. So they're uh, running. That counts. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and you actually see real reindeer. I'm sure PETA was incensed, but it was just really cool to see real live reindeer pulling mm-hmm. that sleigh. Now, a scene later, you get creepy animatronic then, reindeer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> those are gone. Yeah. They, get, they got those reindeer for like two hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is all we can afford. Have you ever worked with reindeer? They're very temperamental. Are they? Well, yes. and apparently uh, six reindeer are just as efficient as... Uh, uh, how many there's supposed eight, to be? Eight. eight. Eight reindeer. So that's, that's going to be my other question. Is there a, a rule against using Rudolph? Yes. Rudolph is actually owned by, was it a department store? Yeah. Doesn't the department store create that, have that character yeah. created by an so ad agency? Whoever, someone else owns the right. Yeah. Okay. You can't just put right. him in a movie. Yeah. All, right. all, all, the right. other, all, the, all the other Santa mythos is in the public domain. Yeah, but so is, I, is Rudolph not canon? No. He's Rudolph not, didn't come no. around until like what 1952 or something. Oh, for the song. Yeah, right. for the song. He was created uh, for the song. Right. And and by a department store. Right. By a department store. Yeah. yeah. And that song was like the biggest selling hit of all time. Yeah. For all time. For years, it was the biggest selling record of all. I thought time. it was White Christmas that was the biggest selling of that all. too. Yeah. But um, Rudolph was. But the reindeers. Uh, I may be wrong about this, but Donner and Blitz, and that comes from the poem, right? right. The Night mm-hmm. Before Christmas, yeah. which I'm sure is public domain. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. And I think he took a lot of that from folklore yeah. and kind of consolidated it into one yeah. spot, you know? Interesting. <clears throat> so he, I've always... He, I so how, I'm going to put this... I'm going to translate this for Joe. He retconned it. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I'm with you. Yeah. I am... Cool. Did he's a comic nerd, so like if you have to use the right terminology, right? right. We like, just got uh-huh. what is yep. that term? What is that? Ret- uh, so retroactive in, in, continuity. Correct. So let's say in the comic books, Superman pre nineteen eighty five reboot uh, could take two planets and smash them together. Uh-huh. So in nineteen eighty five, DC retconned the entire character to depower him, uh-huh. so he couldn't smash two planets together uh-huh. uh, and they, they you change stuff in a character's history so oh. uh, jason todd the second robin never uh-huh. died 
Like he's uh, back. Yeah. They they kinda, when you're saying the first Robin died at some point, Dick Grayson is still no. Every every Robin you've ever known uh-huh. is still alive. Oh, okay. But Robin number there, two, there was a second Robin, and they they, they killed, killed him. him off. Oh. And then they and then they retconned him and back into him existence. Back. So it's a way of changing an aspect of your continuity without changing, changing your everything. entire continuity. Right. Correct. Uh, so it's Patrick Duffy in the uh, shower. Science, we've been retconned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. That's true. Yes. I don't know. That's all right. <laughs> he said he said that off mic yeah. for a reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> so did you guys notice? I mean, I have to feel that they were doing this on purpose. But when one of the reindeer was sick, they had a thermometer and it like lit up right where the nose would oh, be. Like it? there was a ball. Yeah. Like it. So I thought it was like a Rudolph oh. thing, like a little, like so a little. Nod. The thermometer went. Yeah, yeah. The thermometer. It like that lit was, up from the base, and then it got to the top. The ball and it glowed that was, that, that's red. That's pre-fanboy pandering. That's what yeah. that is. It's yeah. just weird that it was hanging out the reindeer's ass. But yeah, I mean, well, yeah. totally was what you're thinking. Those yeah. elves get lonely. It's, it's um, a long, it's a long my, winter. My wife showed me that uh, Rudolph was created for for Montgomery Ward. Uh-huh. Right, right, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so thank you, Crystal. Johnny Marks, right? Is that the guy who wrote the song? Yes. I don't know. She's got it yeah. up on Wikipedia. Johnny Marks and Gene Autry. Gene Autry sang, sang it. Right? Gene Autry yeah, but Johnny Marks was the was the writer. Yeah. So. Santa is now trying to have to play catch up because the the Christmas spirit is starting to disappear, much like in the movie we reviewed last yeah. week. Well, probably also because it's, it's no December twenty seventh. It's no true. longer yeah. Christmas. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, yeah. that, that people are to, people are quickly. He's got some time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know like a whole kind of another thing about the movie that doesn't pay off. There's like kind of a whole plot of Santa loses his faith or whatever. He be- Santa yeah. becomes really depressed yeah. right. because of Patch. But that never re- they never really developed that at all. You yeah. Know? He yeah. And then he's of I mean, faith. That's weird. Isn't that weird how that works? Mm. Yeah. It sounded like we saw Santa when he was a baby. It's like the Muppets and lied to us. And then he was 33. Like we didn't at least, at least they didn't go that far with right. it. Right. Uh, so Patch, they create this, and it's super popular. And John Lithgow's character, who like was just the only thing that I it could enjoy, just yes. because he was having a blast with mm. every possible scene he was in. Um, decides he's like, okay, we have to go bigger. Like we have this; it's going to sell like crazy. We need to go bigger. He's like, can you do this again? And he was like, uh, he's like Christmas yeah. isn't for another year. I think I can do it again. And then, like, I, there's a lot that I don't remember about this part. This but he, says, but he says, I want it in three months. And then he's like, oh, well, yeah, but Christmas is Christmas in, in, yeah. in another year. And he goes, yeah. wait a minute, Christmas, the sequel. You know? So here's the scary part. Like, I, something tells me that may not be too far off in 2015, where they're just like, uh, I mean, we have it once, right? right. We're like, yeah, let's just do it another six months. <laughs> Right? Well, yeah, I mean, they I could get away with it. They, they would. would. Like having right. a Christmas too. Yeah, um, right, right. With Black Friday sales. I, I think my the I think the the only moment where I feel like Dudley Moore kind of really got to be Dudley Moore was on his reaction to when he says Christmas too. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what he says, but he's just got this look <laughs> where he's just what? like, "What?" He's <laughs> 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 like, "You're out of your mind." Yeah, he's like, "That's crazy." Uh, and this is also where we get we find out that the cousin, this little girl who befriends santa and joe her i guess i think it's her cousin or second cousin is john lithgow and yeah he's been the villain is the villain of this entire movie yeah that wasn't really like a plot twist but they really that. set it up like it was well like yeah. she like, like the big reveal yeah, yeah he, he, like, was, he like spun around in a chair and he right, was there right. yeah <laughs> like he almost we, said to da yeah <laughs> <laughs> he almost literally just went dun, dun, it's me yeah there you are uh, so they they divide like patch starts to work on a new plan um, to for something that I don't remember what he was making. Candy cane, candy. Oh canes. yeah, candy cane. Which again, 
mm-hmm. are not toys. Not toys. Except for this other movie All I right. saw. It was a sequel yeah. to the Lollipop movie. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I'm starting to wonder why this toy company is having issues with <laughs> Well, and then like he's got this he's got this magic dust that right. will make but like, it's in like a weird what? mason jar. What? Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. Add, it's he like just like adding scoops he just, of it. He's like mm, Yeah, about a fourth of a teaspoon. That'll well, work. that's you can, that's very inconsistent too because Obviously, in the North Pole, they have a lot of magic dust or whatever, you know. Just laying makes around. They can make them travel or whatever, but they don't. They never use it on toys, right? <laughs> right. No, it's, right. Movie, you have to have machines to make never, the toys. You, yeah. you never get a magic toy from Santa. So it's... Yeah. <laughs> We've been getting ripped off all these years. Yeah. Son of a bee. Yeah. Son of a bee. Well, it's just like he's got this magic dust that he's going to let kids ingest. Correct. Uh-huh. Like you can tell, it's the Reagan era. Where's the FDA deregulated? <laughs> yeah. yep. Like what? <laughs> you can't no, do fine. this. Uh, this stuff that may or may not harm you at all. Now just give it to the kids. They'll be fine. What's the worst that could happen? Sure. Oh, they could fly away yeah. into the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, there are days when I'll take that deal, my yeah. friend. <laughs> Dinner uh, time. <laughs> so this is where I think uh, Joe. Are we back at crit? No. When does Joe figure out the plot? Because well, he well if the screenwriters haven't yeah right right <laughs> well, he yeah. a lot of Our coincidental like overhearing mm-hmm. of things, that's what it is okay you know. so Joe kind of hears the plot and he busts <coughs> in like he's gonna do something <coughs> and then they end up kidnapping yeah. Joe and I was like this poor kid can't catch a break like first yeah. he gets kidnapped by Santa Claus now mm-hmm. he's getting kidnapped again by the villain you should just stay outside like you feel like you've been yeah. better off on your own this entire time i think this is the point in the movie where there's this montage where you're seeing people on the street and there's a kid looking in a window uh-huh. and uh i just wanted to point this out i don't know if it's not it doesn't really affect the movie in any way but um and you can go back and look it's about it's it's about two-thirds of the way through the movie there's there's a kid looking in the window and behind him for no reason that i can figure out whatsoever is the a-team van did anybody else know this? <laughs> yes, no. yes, exactly. I, yeah. I saw that one. Why do I know that van? I'm like, why from? is the A-Team van It's the here? black van with, yeah, the, with the red yes. stripe. Yes. I swear to God, yes. the huh. A-Team van just parked on the street. <laughs> it's another piece of fan service. I don't know. It had to be. There's I, like, but yeah, the A-Team van. What, what, year, what, what year was that show 80, on? Well, oh, I would have been happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> like They could have turned cha- this thing <laughs> around. Face yeah. and all those guys you show up. You bring in Mr. T. <laughs> Yeah, what year was that he, show on? He never saw it coming. Pity the fools who were watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, look, we're really sorry about yeah. this. We'll take care of this right <laughs> we now. We apologize. Was, was early eighties. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Ooh. They parked the van and they ran away as fast <laughs> yeah. as they could. Because it, it yeah, because it's post Rocky three. Yeah. So it's just is park. It? It's well, yeah, just yeah. Because yeah, he is that it was yeah. Rocky three. The the that's what made Mr. T faint. Like, gotcha. Made, yeah. yeah. It was Clubber Lake. So it's That's just right. the lot that they shot it on. They probably <laughs> shared the, the same. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. General Lee was over there. I don't think so. was on the I think it was filmed at Pinewood Studios in England. Yeah. And this movie was filmed in England? I believe it was, yeah. And I don't think that the A-Team was filmed in England. You don't think yeah. so? It's just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> the A-Team started in 83. Okay. 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 What year was Rocky Three? Out of curiosity. 82, I believe. Yeah, I think it's the year before. Okay. Rocky. So I'm saying, Cre- how do you spell two? Why would they? You mean three? I I is there? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. I I. Oh, is that the one where it joins the Navy? Yeah. It's eighty-two. Is it? Yeah. Creed two is where he fights Clubber Lang's kid. Take my money right now. I don't even care. So good. Kickstarter that movie. Yeah. And three is where he fights Ivan Drago's kid. Yeah. He's gonna keep going. Tommy Gunn's kids. In the Don't go see four because he fights Tommy Gunn's kid. You don't want to do that. Okay. Back to this movie so we can get to the end. So they kidnap the kid, 
and they they don't they I, does something burn there's a, a factory burn down because of the explosive the candy canes they found out <clears throat> were like if they have a radiator he, it would heat up the candy canes and they would explode okay so they burned down a factory and then i think john lithgow says well it's not my fault they have radiators <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> his lines are classic he's so like he's so good in this movie he's the like the 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 bright spot of this entire movie because he's just so cheesy. Where was he at in his career at this point? Because I don't remember seeing this him. Was very Sarp, early, it was right? he had just done um, Terms of Endearment and um, and The World According to Garp. Uh, so he was just, I think, um, or he'd been around for a few years. Mm-hmm. He was in all that jazz. I remember Body um, Double, huh? Or not Body Double? Um, Body Heat? No, God, De Palma. Body Heat. Blow up. Blow, oh, out. Yeah. blow out, footloose. So I think he was like just—he was a preacher. Know, he yeah, was like yeah. known already by that point as yeah. a really good character actor. He was mm-hmm. very. In when demand. did he start developing like the comedic chops? Well, in this movie, for one yeah. thing, you know. Okay. So Dudley Moore somehow he builds like a car, like a flying car. Yeah. Well, he—it's like his version of Santa's sleigh. Yeah. yeah, it's just got to be oh. all tricked out and bitching. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. They had and, some and money, the, some budget. Right. They had like. A little bit left spend before right. the end of the you know, we, didn't, have nut we, didn't, we didn't spend all of Gene Hackman's paycheck. Uh, the, from, the fiscal uh, end too, was coming so. up, and <laughs> right, right. you pay your you know what you're budgeted for. Correct. You don't so get they the, uh, you don't get he, it next year. He, <laughs> then knowing the all kinds again, uh, so they build this car, and then a Santa somehow finds out that the the candy canes will explode. Uh, so so he goes ha yeah he's like serves right patch for trying to help this guy you douche so patch realizes that santa still cares because joe has the the weird whittled down figurine with patch's face on it uh and he decides to go ahead and go back to the north pole in his super souped up hot rod containing all of the candy canes Mm -hmm. and santa comes after him because now he knows the plot and they are on a co- literally on a collision course with, with each wackiness. Other. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wackiness does ensue; like yeah. it does happen. So they're That's on. That's where the super duper looper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's probably only for one n- maneuver that you can avoid yeah. for no apparent reason. I'm like, you know, well, if they just jump out, you think. I was gonna say, if you fly to the side. So, so, <laughs> so the, the 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 Dudley sleigh is about to blow. Yes, and they're like the super duper looper. We have to do it. Got to do so it. So they go underneath, and I'm like, oh, cool. They can just hop down a sleigh into the one that just <laughs> you is know right underneath. You them. know what we're gonna do? No, no, no. We're gonna we're do just, a loop. We're gonna loop around them to show off, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna let them blow up. Let them explode. Yeah, we'll. Catch it'll be okay. It'll be fine. Don't now, even now worry. Now, this brings up my question about the underpowered reindeer. Yes. Yeah. Because aren't they doing this with six at this Correct, point? Correct. Yes. Comet and so Cupid have the flu. Comet and Cupid could not help them do the super duper looper prior to this. Well, right. Maybe they were just so dead So they weight. were dead weight. Maybe yes. they were the yeah. problem. They, they were learned. the problem. They were the problem. They learned and something now, about them. And now, you know, there's no more Comet and Cupid. And then now the they are delicious. Those two reindeers <laughs> are like, oh, you did the super duper looper and we weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Of all the times for that yeah. trick to work, and then I guess the the feds raid BZ BZ Toys. Is that right? Yeah. And then oh. Lithgow eats one of the candy canes, and yeah, he's, just shoving, he's just shoving <laughs> candy <laughs> canes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Like, yeah. He's literally chewing the scenery. Yeah. So he floats off into the atmosphere. I was hoping you would jump out and just fall. <laughs> that, yeah. like it didn't really work at all. Yeah, just, <laughs> that is my favorite part of the the movie, though, when he's actually, like you said, chewing the scenery. Yeah. He's just so gleefully <laughs> gobbling this Correct. thing. That was the day he found out that the check cleared. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this <yeah>. is amazing. <laughs> the director comes over and says, Mr. Liskow, no one else in this movie is acting. Yeah. <laughs> so if you could, could tone, you it tone it down. Tone it down a little yeah. bit. That'd be great. 
Uh, so, you know, everybody's happy. Patch returns to Santa's workshop. Santa Claus apparently abducts two children this They're time. They're allowed yeah. to stay there for a yeah. year. A year, yeah. yeah. That's okay. another thing. So, but I'm what like, is a year? Uh, well, that time actually forever. Forever. Yeah. So, so he kidnapped those kids, which, okay, there's the homeless kid. He doesn't have a ton going on, but there's this little girl yeah. who, who has, has a family. family. Like, and, and, but her yeah. family's the villain, no, so it the, doesn't the, matter. the aunt wasn't. They have, you know, She's I, villain by proxy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> can I, I'm just like, can I stay here for a year? What? Yeah. They're uh, both like, no. Santa's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm on the North Pole. Nobody's going to come up here anyway. Don't even worry about it. Uh, and then the last, the last thing we see is John Lithgow doing his best Christopher Reeve impression, where he flies around the world. He, oh, Christopher yeah. Reeve just, or, or John Lithgow just floating off so into the, space. Yeah. The candy canes, I'm guessing, enable him not just to fly, but to breathe, breathe, in, yeah. breathe in space. Yeah, yeah. not, magic. not pressure. To death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's the yeah. magic part, right? Is mm. him burning to death? Would have <laughs> <laughs> just re-entry into the yeah, atmosphere yeah, right. <laughs> would have been so that. Yeah, there's 1985's uh, Santa Claus. Oh. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. That's, thanks, thank you. That was something, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really glad these two guys were here because otherwise, if you just told me to watch this, you would quit. I would have been like, "You're out of your mind, man." It's a very kind of run of the mill bad movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is because yeah. it never gets loft. It never yeah. gets any. You know, everyone flatlines their it's, performance. Yeah, it's just a, it's a thing where they they never got the script right or whatever, and and and. It it's and it's all talented. Everyone involved with it is talented, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, including uh, the writer and the director and mm-hmm. and the and the production design and the music, you know. Um, but they, it just it just doesn't wor- work. It's like they, you know. Well, I was talking needed to Trace. Neither another draft that they never did. Yeah, I was talking to Trace earlier today about the movie, and I was saying, you know, we rip on movies that are bad a lot because it's fun. It's easy, but <laughs> you know, when you consider how many people go into making a movie, yeah, and mm. and how it can go off the rails for any number of yeah. reasons, whether it be bad costumes or bad sets or bad acting or better, uh, when you factor all the moving parts that have to come together just right to make not only a good movie but a great movie it's yeah. amazing we get as many good movies as we do yeah, yeah. and it's amazing yeah. like it's always you know we we talk about we we did like jupiter ascending and we've did done all of these massive this was better than jupiter ascending <laughs> yes yes, yes. Yeah. no dog boys in this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> with rollerblades yeah. R- r- laser rollerblades that's easy to say but yeah like you know you see big budget stuff like that and you're like on what planet did the producers or the Warner Brothers or Sony or Universal be like, yeah, that'll work? Like, I think at some point I think it's they put so much money in there, too. They knew. They had a, I mean, they they had a the pre-built track. audience. And they look oh, at the track record yeah. of this, of this it crew. It goes back to everyone quotes it, but it's true. William Goldman saying nobody knows anything, you know, in Hollywood. It's like you can't tell until the the final thing is made whether it's going to be, be any good or not. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. What was... Uh, what was the the Christmas movie prior to this? Were there any? I, did this start the whole modern Christmas? I think Christmas movie Story genre? came out a few years before that. Uh-huh. The uh, only good Christmas movie, by the way. Oh, it's a Wonderful Life. No, no, no. That, that's about depression. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> and suicide. But Christmas yeah. Story, a Christmas Story, right. Gene Shepard's Christmas Story, sure. uh, based on an article in Playboy. Mm-hmm. I just was that's re- reading it for the article. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now you can really point to that. That's yeah. that started as an no, article. That's all you can do. 
Oh, that's true. They're yeah, that's weird. but yeah, that came out I think in '83. Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah, but I don't think it was Black a big Christmas. Hit. Black Christmas and Porky's were like yeah, Bob Clark's yeah, other yeah. endeavors. Yeah. They did those. No, it wasn't then, a hit. It was it tanked. Yeah, um, because people really didn't want to see an old timey. Yeah, celebration. I remember seeing it in the theater. I was one of the few, it's great. few people. Yeah, and it was, now it, it's like a cla- nobody yeah. denies that it's a classic. No. Yeah, now. yeah, it's in that. I think it's in that top probably five of all time. Oh, I think some people are concerned. Yeah, it's no Die Hard, but well, that's. That's there it movie. is. There's a Christmas Santa yeah. Claus movie. Or oh. Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> at, at this point, there can't ever be another reason to watch that again. So I'm glad that's past so, us. You don't want my Blu-ray? No, I'm good. Thank you. How did it look on your massive TV? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was even worse because it was like I can't escape this. <laughs> it's so really was I, me. I, it's, I, it, it's even in my peripheral <laughs> vision. I texted these guys. I said, I feel like I'm being punished. <laughs> they were. Like, they were. I was just torturous. Yeah, I was. I was. So it, was it was rough. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, the Salt Kinds. All right, I love two of their movies. And, and, and it, you know, it's like an hour and forty-seven minutes, and it just felt so much longer. It did. Yeah, I, it did. yeah like I said, I literally had to watch it in chunks. Yeah, especially when you split it up over oh, days. <laughs> like I started watching it Wednesday, and I got about twenty minutes in. I was like, done. Yeah, I'm gonna need yeah. to come back to that later. <laughs> and then I came back to it later, and I got about through ten minutes, and I was like. I will say stamina was getting less. <laughs> right. I, so. That first thirty minutes is good, though. Yeah, like, I will say that. Yeah, the, that the, first, the stuff in the North Pole was actually pretty good. Like it was an interesting story. Yeah. I, I, it, I was like, okay, I'm. Where is this going to go off the rails? I was just waiting for it because I knew it would, and I'm like, this is really good. And I looked, it was like thirty minutes. Right when the clock hit that, it just. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, doing an entire movie that's just a Santa origin story might have been a better way. I to was, go. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking that when I was fifteen. Like, you I just know, give me yeah. the Santa stuff. I didn't <laughs> need the rest. Uh-huh. Instead of a zany plot with yeah. an evil toy uh, baron. They're or, writing a comic book right now oh, about goodness. the origin of Santa Claus. Uh, Grant Morrison for Boom Studios, where he's like a Viking. Okay, so it's going to be a creepy Santa origin. I don't really know yet. But it's Grant I'm, Morrison, only, I'm only an so. issue in, but he's like, he's a Viking who shows <laughs> up in this town, and the town does not do Yuletide anymore because the, the prince of this wants all the toys. Yeah. So, like, this kid picks up a rock and, like, a a guard punches the kid in the face because he has a toy and claws kind of starts to step in and smoke right. some peyote and then oh, a bunch so of i was right yes just, so just say yeah, i was right so, <laughs> so, so yeah. i guess uh let's go around the table and everybody can say i feel weird we always let people know where to find them i don't think these guys need dan help you don't have a video recovery do you? oh do you have one uh yeah honestly i was uh the one that came to mind was if you want to see a better version with a lot of the same creators and and creative forces behind this uh watch the three musketeers or mm. the three and four musketeers, <laughs> <laughs> as uh, they did. Find and out. I wonder too if Richard Lester had directed this, which maybe yeah. he they might have approached him about. I feel it. like I feel it like it would have been boy. like a yeah. whole different movie, probably. Yeah, maybe not, maybe not that good, but better for sure. Those, you know? I mean, those were uh, more like uh, what they would call a romp. Yeah, I mean, they were. Well, he was also fun, really, but really also if you comedy. put if you put Richard Lester together with British comedy people, you right. know, yeah. he's yeah. he's like so in tuned. Even like a hard day's night is very influenced by British by the Goon oh, yeah. show and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, you and know? the bed sitting room it would yeah. have been more absurd. It needed some comedy element, right? Right. right. Well, but Richard Lester, I think, was very hot. But he was directing a lot yeah. of movies. I don't think he was yeah. available to do it. That, that was the weird like you'd get those weird comedic beats in Superman. In his version of Superman 2. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, what Where? What happened? Where do we go? I don't no. know what it is. So this was the director of Supergirl. Yes. Yeah. Oh, also a... Okay, yeah, so I knew. right off of Supergirl. Yeah, that, that makes so much more sense. The studio uh, apparently loved Supergirl. 
and they they, they act, were it, and they actually they the studio said it was a masterpiece, and oh. they and they put him right to the work on this movie. Wow! Before Supergirl came out because they loved it so much, and Supergirl was awful. Helen yes. Slater was great. That movie's awful. Yeah, TV and show. Annette, Annette O'Toole is in that, right? Yeah. No, Annette, no, 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 no. She Annette was O'Toole's in Superman. Lana Lang, oh, and she right. was in three. She was in three, and then she came back and played Martha Kent uh, on Smallville. Yeah. When she yeah. came in for the role, they were talking, and she's like, "You know, I've I've been in one of these movies before." Yeah. And the producers, and the producers were like, "What? What are you talking about?" She's <laughs> yeah. like, "I was Lana Lang in Superman three. They're like, "You're hired." <laughs> That's the true story. That's, That's how she funny. got the job from Martha Kent. Yeah. So there we go. go. Back to the part where I rap, was wrapping the show yeah, up. Back to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll go around and people can uh, let everybody know where to find them. And you guys feel free to push whatever you want to push. And we'll start here and work our way around. This is Dan. You can find me on Twitter at DanGraney67, G-R-A-N-E-Y. This is Traceable You. You can find me on Twitter under my name or Facebook under my name. Don't be afraid of the vowels. Uh, and Frank Conniff and I are touring around as the Mads doing live movie riffing, and you can find out more about us on themadsareback.com and also the Mads Are Back Facebook page and any other place you think you might find us. <laughs> and uh, you can find me at Frank Conniff on Twitter, on Facebook, um, and the Mads Are Back Facebook page and the website, and um, also all my stuff you can learn about at Frank Conniff. Uh, dot com um, where you can has links to my my podcast Podhouse ninety which is original uh, radio uh, plays that I write and produce and direct and also I'm on the radio every day on Sirius XM channel one twenty one tell me everything with John Fugel saying I'm his wacky sidekick so oh can uh, I put in my credit that I listen to you on John's show <laughs> okay. every day I'm the guy listening yeah Trace and and, and truckers yeah <laughs> we have a lot Sirius XM is nothing but truckers who will subscribe to it to, uh, that's the audience that's funny uh, this is Joe you can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B-U-T-T-S 21 this is Kevin follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you would like to continue the conversation online, chime in about the this really weird Christmas movie. <laughs> we will be there waiting for you at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or on Twitter at Real Spoilers. If you would like to email the show, you can do that at Real Spoilers at ReviewSDL.com. And you can find us on iTunes. While you're there, rate and review us and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. It helps. So uh, anyway, we're on iTunes or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And by sold, we mean, of course, given away for free. Given away for free. <laughs> uh, so thanks for listening. And until next time, a Hobson dies. It's kind of uh, hot to be wearing these scarves. In oh, here. Yeah. well, the scarves are must. You can't go caroling without a scarf. Catch your death. Man, you were like one of those kids I remember in uh, high school that used to sell the most candy bars for the marching band. Yeah, and you were president of the swing choir, too. Uh, Thanks, Joe Robinson. Thanks, Tom Servo. (laughs) What a kiss up this guy. Uh, Okay, now, if you'll all look at your sheet music, uh, we can rehearse my new song. You wrote a Christmas song? Hey, there's no tradition like a new tradition. (laughs) Wait a minute. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas? Uh, Yeah, yeah, based on my favorite movie, Roadhouse. Come on, what the heck does Patrick Swayze have to do with Christmas? Hey, you keep Christmas in your way and let me keep it in mine, okay? Uh, Come on, sir. It seems like a nice enough sentiment. We can give it a shot. Come on. All right, okay, okay. Uh, 12 8 time, uh, Uh key of A flat major. Uh, Cambot, shoot him the tune. Uh, Okay, you'll just have to stay with me, everybody, okay? Uh, Your part's written out. Let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. By Crow T. Robot. <clears throat> Paul, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. Christmas. Right. <clears throat> Hit it, Cambot.
Oh, oh, I start. I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, pick it up. Open up your heart and let the Patrick Swayze Christmas in. We'll gather at the roadhouse with our next of kin. And Santa can be our regular Saturday night thing. We'll decorate a bar stool and gather round and sing. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas this year. Or we'll tear your throat out and kick oh. you in the ear. Hold it, hold it a can, but huh? stop it. Uh, Crow, Gee. I don't know if I think this is an appropriate sentiment anymore <laughs> for Christmas. Hey, what, like a good action sequence don't belong at Christmas? Well, no, it's just that I've never heard of an action sequence in A Christmas Carol before. Yeah. Well, then grab hold of your socks and read on, Joe Robinson. Okay, okay. pick it up from measure 20, Kamba. <clears throat> Lovely intro, though. Very tasteful. Thank you. I like that. It's my way or the highway this Christmas at my bar. I'll have to smash your kneecaps if you bastards touch my car. I got the word that Santa has been stealing from the till. I think that that right jolly old elf better make out his will. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas one and all. And this can be the haziest. This can be the laziest. This can be the swayziest Christmas of them How long before it becomes a standard? I think you gotta come with me. Come on. We'll be right back. Save a leg for me. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.